Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment.
Hey, I do consider this a very exciting episode here on Francie and Friends because we're not here to celebrate the loss of one of the greatest entertainers of the world and greatest wrestlers of the world. We're here to celebrate how much joy and happiness that this man has brought to everyone. Am I correct? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So welcome, everyone, to the show. And, uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, so, who knows who's going to call in. And remember, people, if you want to talk about Roddy Roddy Piper, feel free to call in as well, because we'll be taking callers as well. So, don't be too shy. No, if definitely you want to call, call in. in. Yep. I know. Oh, Francie, what are you up to? Are you playing with your new uh, computer or uh, soundboard or hit board or Frankenstein? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Oh, and before uh, we get ready into this craziness, I got to give a big shout out to my little nephew who turned five today. I had a great time with his little birthday party, which was a, a theme party of uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, a lot of fun. So, happy, happy birthday, big guy. And there we yeah, go. definitely. Happy birthday to him. Yes. Nancy, are you still with us, or did you fall off again? Uh I think we lost her there for a second. I, I think we have. Uh, so we all hope you guys are all having a great weekend. Uh, you're not uh, too hot, not too cold, uh, not being flooded or burned out by fires or anything like that. So Yeah, uh, definitely. It's, uh, like, yes, everyone. Uh uh, it was just crazy. Uh, I, I met I met Mr. Piper barely just once, and it was just a quick little meet. I actually got a photo taken with him uh, because a friend of mine goes like, uh, "We're just sitting there outside at a convention, and we're outside." And he asked me, he goes, like, hey, is that Roddy Roddy Piper? And I said, I turn around and I looked and I go, yes, it is. (laughs) So he asked me, hey, can you take a photo with me and Piper? And I said, sure. So he stopped Roddy Roddy Piper, got a photo taken, and he also said, why don't you get in and take a photo with him? And I said, sure, why not? So take a photo with him. And that was about it, and I thanked him, and he shook my hand, and that was it. So, Pretty cool. Yeah. So, it's just that's my little uh, story of meeting Roddy Roddy Piper. 
and stuff like that. So, hopefully, Francie will be with us in a minute. Uh, hello. Nick, is that you? Oh, my gosh. You guys have no idea. No, it's Francie. Hello? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We hear you, Francie. And I took like nine times trying to call back in. And then I'm like, that is my pin. It's been my pin for like eight years. Oh, well, well, uh, basically, go ahead, Tom. And, and uh, Nick Whoa. was looking, and he was like, yeah, yeah, you're still, okay, hold on, we do have a caller real quick, okay, um, area code 912. Hello, hey, Francis, Spanky Brown, how are you? Hey, Spanky! What's going on, folks? Hey, oh, happening? man. I am sure that you've heard about the tragic news about uh, Mr. Rowdy Roddy Piper. I did. This that was so sad, man. I'm like, God, Rowdy. I, I uh, actually, um, if I remember right, I was uh, a fill-in for his interview on this show one time. You were. You were. <laughs> and that That's had a- to be. In fact, everybody, Spanky, I got to tell you, because everybody that was, that worked with me at at my daytime job, they were like, Roddy Piper's not going to be on your show. He's going to be in San Francisco, and he's showing a live showing of They Live in 3D. And I'm like, no, 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 I was told. And then I actually talked to Roddy Piper's rule manager, which is, I'll just say, first name Bill, and he was like, no, Roddy doesn't know. And I'm like, how do I fix this? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. <laughs> well, it's crazy because I'm, I'm taking this place again on the show. You are. <laughs> and, 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 and he's laughing at that joke, trust me. He's, he's laughing. So uh, don't get all upset, uh, folks. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were... Absolutely. In fact, I still play it over and over again. In fact, I played that clip for my mom, and because I surprised call her, called her because you know, and I played mm. that for it. And you remember my mom, and she oh, was yeah. like, oh, yeah. "I love Spanky. He's so amazing. He never fails." It's so true. I'm actually gonna be in Colombia this week. Oh, does she still live in Colombia? She does. I'll be at the club uh, Wednesday and Thursday this week, so she ought to come through. I I, I need to tell her about that. I'm going to call her tonight. I'm going to surprise call tickets. her. Yeah, but I'm, I'm a huge. I was. A, I am still a huge Rowdy Roddy Piper fan. They caught me by surprise because he was uh, such a young man. He only 61. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is really sad, man. But uh, I'm going to watch They Live sometime this week and tribute. Cause it's still one of my favorite cult classic movies, so I I, I, uh, <laughs> I still love that movie. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I'll watch it this week, and I might even wear a kilt in his honor. I might even <laughs> I might stand. Now, I might get here's, here's, here's what I want is I want a photo of Spanky 
full full condo in the kilt. Is commando. Full commando in the kilt. Full commando in the kilt. <laughs> nope. No. I'm going to ask I'm gonna have some draws on up under the kill. I'm not gonna go all commando and shit. I'm I'm, I'm gonna put oh, some draws okay. on. Put the I'm gonna put the kilt on and uh, and on a ride. He's he's one of my favorite uh, all time favorite uh, wrestlers. Um, so I really I it, I was totally shocked when I found out. But I'm gonna do something special. I may do it in Columbia. I might even wear kilts on stage and do the show. And a kill for Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh I might, my gosh. I might. You've got to do it. Well, we got to find a, a one. We got to find a big ass kilt. It's going to be a huge kilt. It's going to be more like a. <laughs> be more like. <laughs> be more like curtains with pleats in them. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> That's what it's probably going to be. <laughs> But I've actually lost about thirty pounds, so it won't be that it won't be that bad. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna so miss, I'm gonna miss Roddy. Yeah, I really am. I really am. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. He he was he was the best at Mike. Oh yeah. He uh, yeah. He was, uh, you put a microphone in front of his face, and he's like, "What? Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, he he was. And, he, and, he was, and uh, that's so kind of how your stand up is too. I mean. You are like a professional at that too, which is why I love and respect you also. Well, I love you, and I I really appreciate you having me on the show. Yeah, you know, if, if you weren't in the day, why don't you move to Arkansas or something? This, this West Coast stuff is killing me. I because <laughs> I guess the sun is still up where you. Because you know I'm old. You know I'm old and tired. I already had. Uh, my cereal, and I was gonna. I already watched Madlock, so I was gonna like the rest of the old people. Madlock. Cereal yeah, and Madlock, and it's over. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny that you mentioned Madlock because the uh, last time that we were supposed to have Roddy Roddy Piper on the show, you were like, you know, I missed the Ma- I missed the Madlock marathon <laughs> to call in. <laughs> yeah. We all know how <laughs> you know how the old people get down. It's Madlock, cereal, icy hot, and then the bed. That's what we do. That's what we, in that order. <laughs> so what Unless we gotta do, Spanky, is we gotta do a show with you, and we gotta talk about your obsession with Madlock one time. Madlock and masturbation. That's that's why I get out. Madlock and masturbation. That's how. That's what gets me by. This masturbation is getting out of hand. No pun intended. But it's really just bad. I actually, uh, I actually tore, I actually tore, I actually tore my ACL masturbating one night. It was crazy. It was. Uh, I was really into. It. <laughs> Meant to see an orthopedic surgeon. It's terrible. <laughs> but tonight, it's all about Roddy. I don't know how we get from Roddy Piper to masturbation. <laughs> Maybe it's the Roddy Rod. We can call it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you stop this whistle. <laughs> 
<laughs> horrible, horrible. So uh, you yeah, guys have a great show. Yeah, I, I just want to call uh, in because that's my connection to him is through your show because you know you called me to fill in because he wasn't going to be there. And it, yeah, it, it, it we found out bad. like. Right. It was confirmed like an out, and I gotta tell you, and we're gonna play that clip for you, Spanky. I want you to hear if you can stay on for about a couple of more minutes. I want to play that clip that uh, Spanky did for us. I got it on my, I got it on my switchboard, and okay. I keep winning it because, without a doubt, it is one of the highlights of Francie and Friends. Oh, it was man. completely hilarious. Everybody at work was like, yeah, Roddy Piper's not going to be on our show. How is she going to fix this? And you came through like, I mean, everything that you did was amazing. And everybody at work actually hugged me and said, my God, you look so brilliant. And it was was you. I'm I'm looking for it right now. And I need glasses. Okay, John. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Spanky, this is what I have been playing ever since you did that. This was when we thought that we had Roddy Roddy Piper on the show. Turns out that we didn't. And Spanky mm-hmm. Brown saved the show. Here we go. Oh, well. Okay. Yes. This is, uh, this, first of all, this is, uh, this is Spanky Brown. And, uh, Thank you, Brown. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Brown. Yeah, let me tell y'all, this is some bullshit right here. I want y'all to know. Oh, I went out. I went out. I went out to Marshall today and bought a kilt. I bought a damn kilt. First of all, yeah. I'm a black I'm a black are you wearing it? And please, if you are wearing it, please tell us you're going commando, too. I am. I know. If you're black, but we don't do the commando thing too often. But listen. <laughs> they don't make kills long enough for that, Ron. That's right. That's right. Black you tell does not go commando. Let alone, oh, wear, a fucking, let alone wear a freaking kilt. But look, I, Amos, Amos, six black folk in the world has got a kilt on. I'm one of them right now because I'm sitting with my kilt on. I got a I got a kilt with I, I got a kilt with spinners on it right now and I thought that you guys through and have freaking rowdy roddy piper on because I'm ready for some rowdy roddiness and I get I stay up late I'm skipping the Matlock marathon on Ivy Television right now to be here with y'all ass and I can't believe this shit I got my I got my copy of They Live on my lap on my kilt. great movie. <laughs> and I cannot believe that you guys have not come through with the interview. I, you know, I really am disappointed because I was all set and ready. That 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 was absolutely brilliant, Spanky. And oh. you you that night. We were Blog Talk Radio's number one pick of the day, and you know oh, wow. what that means. You better produce. That's so, right. That's yeah. Right. You've been I, on Block Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah. And it's been a while ago. I, I got my. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh no! I, go ahead. 
No, no, just yeah, saying, you, how long ago was that? How long ago was that? that was, huh? How long ago? How long ago was that interview? That was two or three years. Was that about a year and a half? And you, wow. you know what? Yeah, and you know what's really sad is uh, last week I, because I did get in contact. In fact, I mentioned that on the show with uh, Joe and Don is that I did, you know, I messaged them on Facebook. I was like, I've got Roddy Piper's manager now pinned in. I I mm. contacted him. We were again oh, kind Molly. of trying to this was the real manager. And I don't want to give out his name, but I will say that his first name is Bill. And, you know, we were trying to, you know, negotiate to get Roddy Piper actually on the show. And... Nick just told me Friday night, Roddy Piper just died. What? You know, and I go on my yeah. Facebook and I haven't been there. Wasn't there a, huh? there was a hoax out a couple of years about his death, wasn't it? Rob Say Roddy. that one more time. I said there was a hoax about his death a couple of yeah. years ago, if yeah. I remember yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody thought that this one was a hoax again, too. They were like, you know, like Christian Slater's death, Betty White died, Roddy Piper right. died, and everybody thought this was a hoax again, but it turned out that this one was actually for real. Yeah, because I yeah. thought it was, too. I mean, I looked it up just to double-check because I thought I was seeing things. Me, too. Yeah. I did, too, because uh, how many how many wrestlers guy we we lost Dusty Rhodes a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Ago. Yep. Exactly. And then you have uh well the ultimate warrior died. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then Randy Savage died a couple of years ago, I guess. And uh Yeah. God, yeah. So it's been quite a few. And ago. I was and it's amazing that they're all dying of heart attacks. Like I didn't know uh I was talking to some friends of mine out, you know, at work, and they were like, yeah, it's like Randy Savage. He died of a heart attack. And suddenly, just like Roddy Piper, he was driving down the street. Thank goodness his foot was still on the brake because his wife was in the passenger seat. And I'm right, like, what? Right. I didn't yeah. So, Well, Andre, you know, the Giant, Andre the Giant, the same thing. Only the problem was is because of his size, that it taxed his heart so much that that's what caused his heart attack. Is his side yeah, back. and he actually died at his father's funeral. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. It, it, you, I'm, I'm just kind of glad. I mean, oh, go ahead, Spanky. I, I'm just saying, it's, it, you know, there's been speculated and about the steroid use in professional yeah. wrestling. And so yeah. that, that could probably have a lot to do with it. It's so sad because these guys are so uh, entertaining. And, uh, yeah. It's only one I can remember that died of like in the ring and that was that Owen Hart. I think he died at yeah. yep. Magic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So it's uh yeah, it's kind of one sad. of my major pay reviews. Well see right. with Andre the Giant, he had that gene disorder that made him so big. Mhm. You know, right. and being that big really taxes the heart. They can wind up with an enlarged yeah. heart. Yes. Yeah, yeah that, it's 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 kind of scary. It's it's like the Saturday Night Life crew. It's like they're oh, passing. Yeah. It's the like curse. WWE. Yeah. 
which I actually like better is World Wrestling Federation, not the World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah. I don't like Me the too. World Wrestling Federation. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. And well, that's like, you know, um, a lot of these people, a lot of people today, all they're all into the wrestling. I said, you know what? To me, it's not that, it's not fun. When Roddy that's and Hulk and Andre and Chief J, Strongbow, yeah, now, when those guys, that's when it was fun. Jimmy Superfly Snooker, yeah. Tito Santina, and Jimmy Jim. Come on, Hacksaw John Duncan. I I forgot that uh, Eddie Guerrero died from a heart attack too. I believe. Oh, supposedly. Well, that's uh, I think probably a good way of saying it. You know, uh, yeah. but, you know, that's the thing. It's like, I'll say I agree with you because even though, you know, you know, some of those people who and got, you know, I'm never going to make fun of any of the wrestlers because, you know, I know how hard they train and, oh, they, yeah. you know, you know, I, I don't doubt their sincerity about, you know, hey, I'm training, I'm trying to do my best that I can, but then there's the, you know, injuries that they sustain and they get hooked on, whatever, and it's like, it's a never-ending, you know, like, battle. And, you know, that's why I'll never, you know, poke fun out of them. You know, unless it's something, you know, like, hey, man, uh, I was wrestling in the ring tonight, and like, like watching the UFC last night. I don't know if any of you guys heard about that. Oh yeah. But you know, I I just sit there and I cringe when I see those guys or gals willing on one another and going like, uh, I give up after not even before the first punch. I'm going down. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I got right here for pain. <laughs> you're you're going to punch yeah. me in the first What? I'm going to go down to the first hit. You know, I have such yeah. a low throat. And I did another, another wrestling le- legend that just, uh, well, a couple of years ago passed away was Flying Brian Pillman. And right. I yeah, actually, Flying Brian died, yeah. Yeah, and I got to talk to him. He was at the... Um, Hooters in South Carolina, and I won wrestling tickets, and I got to meet him at Hooters before that, and we had a time to sit down and chat. I was like, come on, Flying Brian, come on, wrestling is fake. He's like, Francie, seriously? I've had a broken arm, I've had a broken leg, I've had a broken jaws, I've had broken limbs, ribs. Now, you tell me where exactly where you think wrestling is fake. And I'm like, wow, you don't realize they do break them. They do break bones. In break the, bones. In yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. even though they choreograph most of it, there's still yeah. that you one feel. moment where something could go wrong. Yeah. Like, and, here, here, you yeah. Go. here you go. For example, I'll give you a prime example. You uh, know, I don't watch wrestling that much. I'll watch maybe like the tail end of it for the main event to see like, okay, who's wrestling tonight? Oh, it's John Cena taking on Seth Rollins. How sweet. You know, and then I'm watching the match 
and poor John Cena gets his nose broken. Yeah. Or, yeah. And that's yeah, legitimate. It's, it's real. Not like, oh, yeah. It's not like, oh, hey, look, I got hit by a chair, and uh, my back is out. I'll be back in a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. I just look at it. I look at it, and I just say, you know, imagine if somebody came up to you and hit you with a chair. Uh, You know, you would be like, (laughs) yeah, you're gonna go down, and it's not like, oh, hey, give me like two minutes or so. I'm gonna get back up, and I'm gonna kick your butt wrestling type thing. It's like, ugh. It doesn't mean yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're you're completely down. It's it's kind of like I wanted to play the uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker Roddy Piper pit. Oh, I mean, everybody knows that one. It's still quoted. One coconut, two coconut. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, he really hit Jimmy Superfly the Snooker over the face with a coconut. I mean, think about it. He had to take that shot. You guys yeah. do remember the clip, right? Oh, yeah. It's been a long time, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, yeah. He really I mean, I, hit Jimmy Superfly I, Snooker over the, uh, over the face with that coconut. And that had to hurt. I mean, oh, the coconut went in his Which hand. is hilarious. Which is still it hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I got to go, friend. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. And people, people, when you, seriously, when you're in the supermarket and you're looking at coconuts, do you not say one coconut, <laughs> two coconuts, three coconuts, four coconuts? Do you not do that? Oh, yeah. Well, I haven't in a long time, but now it's going to be stuck in my head. <laughs> You're going to be doing hey, it. Franny? just like, I'm coconut. Hey, Franny, I, I, I got to run, babe. I want to tell you I love All right. you. And, uh, All right. We love you, Skanky. Thank you, you on again. All right? All right. And we love having you on. Oh, All right. I have to be up so early in the morning. I'd stay on longer, but I got to get up. So you guys have a great right. show. Rest in peace, Roddy Piper. All right? Have a great show. All right. Right. Love, you. Love you, thank you. Love you more. All right, love you more, honey. Bye-bye. All right, All right bye. All right, uh, speaking of Rowdy Roddy Piper, um, you guys, I'm going to get you a Christmas carol stuck in your head. Oh, great. That's about all I need. Nice. <laughs> are, are you ready for yeah. a Christmas carol, Rowdy Roddy Piper style? Go for it. All right. All right, here we go. This is the 12 Days of Christmas by Rowdy Roddy Piper. You're going to love it. Merry Christmas. Here we go. I've been waiting for you. You know, Christmas is always my favorite time of year. And I'm glad you're here in my living room to enjoy it. Mrs. Claus must have made the cocoa this year. Now, at Christmas time, we all have our favorite things, but mine is singing Christmas carols. My favorite Christmas carol, I'm a little embarrassed, but it's the, the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, 
but I, I have something special for you because not only are we all going to do it together, I have the number one fan in the world of the Roddy Piper President Club. His name is Craig. Craig, come on in here. Hi, Craig. Hi, Mr. Rowdy. Piper, Mr. Piper. Roddy, Roddy. Yeah, Roddy. Roddy. You look great. Merry Christmas Merry to you. Merry Christmas. Thank you for coming. Say hello. Hi. Night, night. So what we're going to do is, is Grandma up? Okay, cool. Now, we're going to sing the 12 days of Christmas. Okay? So are you going to start us yeah. off? <clears throat> oh, okay. okay. Uh, just one more time. You did that twice in a row. That was good. Okay. <clears throat> On the first day of Christmas, Roddy Piper gave to me <laughs> a sleeper hole just for you. Gotta live with more of these. <laughs> On the second day of Christmas, Roddy Piper gave to me two nipple twirlers. That's gonna leave a mark. And a sleeper hold for you. Get up. You know, you know. Maybe we should just go to the end because Christmas will be gone by the time we get through the song and it's so much fun, okay? So get Granny up and, and, and let here we go. We'll just start at 12. On the 12th day of Christmas, Roddy Piper gave to me... Twelve and lots, eleven kidney shots, ten head butts, just relax, nine elbow smashes, eight uppercuts, seven low blows, six clothes lines, Terror shots. Two nipple twisties. And a sleeper hold just for Christmas. May all your dreams come true. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, nice. that it, 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 it was, it, it was, it's a very funny video, um, it, he, like, beat that little guy up so bad, <laughs> and he even, like, did the, 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 the nut punches, <laughs> he, like, yeah. beat him in the nuts over and over again, which was uh, really cool. Uh, so, um... Okay, your guy's favorite Rowdy Roddy Piper moment. Oh, God. Uh, That's kind of hard. I, I, I have so many, but I'll just go and give uh, the interesting one. I'll go when he and Bob Orton, I believe, teamed up taking on Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. 
Oh, at WrestleMania. Yeah, that one. That oh, was I great. I, there, I, I, he, it, it, there's so many that I liked. You know, there's so many good moments that he had. That, I mean, they were actually downright funny. Some of them. Yeah, yes, exactly. And in fact, I've got I've got a really great Piper fit to play. Okay. And we were talking about this one earlier with Andre the Giant. Uh-huh. You guys okay. knew when Andre the Giant was on Piper's Pit? Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, here we go. Th- those two got into it quite a bit. I'm not, I'm not, uh, they did. With you. First of all, Andre, uh, here we have this week on Piper's Pit, of course, Andre the Giant, uh, supposedly the biggest man in the world ever. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Uh, where are you from, Andre? I'm sorry, do, do you speak English? Uh, where, Andre, where do you come from? None of your business. <laughs> if, if, if the questions are too hard for you, I will try to bring them down a little so you can understand. I understand big body, little tiny weeny brain. I can understand that. That's very simple. Let's, let's get right down to facts. Is it not true that John Studd himself took the largest man like yourself supposedly in the world and picked him up and slammed him? Is it not true that John Studd slammed you? Never. Are you telling me that John Studd never slammed you? You trying to tell me at 540 pounds, whatever you are, that you cannot be slammed? Are you understand English or not? I told you that one time. At 520 pounds, if I had given five minutes, I could slam you myself. I don't care. You're saying John Stuckman at something, you know, I'll sit there and I'll say, I like Roddy. I said, he was one of my favorites. Okay, he was a bad guy, but he's as sarcastic as hell. That's just like I told my yeah. girlfriend. He's my, he's my kind of guy. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I mean, there's the, I liked some, I liked a lot of the good guys. I liked the bad guys, too, but Roddy had to be my favorite because, I mean, he was just, He's just definitely not just a wrestler. He was an entertainer too, you know. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It is that, and like that—that's one of his best quotes: "Is you do not mess with a man who holds a machine gun." And another yeah, one really. is just when they, uh, just when they think they got the answers, I change the questions. I mean, he was just. You know, him and Andre got into it a lot. 
<laughs> Actually, if you think about it, Roddy really got into it a lot with everybody. Everybody. I remember uh, reading an interview. Yes, every time that Roddy, uh, I was, I was like the um, the teen girl at my time, Kirk Cameron. Oh my gosh! Did you hear what Kirk Cameron said? Well, no. Did you hear what Roddy Piper said? What? Why are you, and you know, I was the person, if I seen Roddy Piper on the front of a wrestling magazine, I would pass forward Kirk Cameron and be like, screw Kirk Cameron, I'm getting Roddy, Roddy Piper. You know, <laughs> that that's how I was. And, yeah. you know, I I love the fact, and this <laughs> is something that I I admire the most about him, and I tell everybody that I meet, like, guy-wise, I'm like, look, I'm not like your typical girl. I'm not like Brad Pitt. I'm not infatuated with Brad Pitt. Forget about that. My hero is Rowdy Roddy Piper, and this is the main reason. When he was a teenager, he lived in a Yugo with his pit bull dog, okay? Mm-hmm. And he was promoting himself because there was not social media at the time. He was promoting himself. He was hanging out his own flyers with his own money and hanging them on telephone posts all over the all over the, the city where he lived, promoting himself. And that was his social media. And look yeah. what he built. I oh, mean, yeah. he, if there's somebody that, you know, he's not educated, he'll tell you, I'm not educated. I'm not good with my hands. I'm just, I got a mouth, <laughs> you know, and that's what he used, and I love him for that. You know, he, he, he will, you know what was really funny, though? It's like when him and Roddy would get into it, well, anybody that would get into it with Andre, was it was actually pretty entertaining anyway because he was huge. You know, but he'd always yeah. put his hand, like, on Roddy's head or something. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. keeping him at a distance, and it would be like, you know, the size difference was hilarious, you know. Yeah, he picked Roddy up and sat him on top of his little table like a little rag doll, like a little girl playing with And he was still, like, scavenging, like, I'm going to kick your ass when you let go of me. You know <laughs> You gotta respect that. If there was ever a scrapper ever, ever, ever in the history of mankind, it would probably be Rowdy Roddy Piper. And I oh, think yeah. that's what everybody, you know, I, I read an interview, like I said, I, I read a lot of interviews about him. Um, one of the interviews said, um, Everybody loves me now that I'm a good guy, but I'm still doing the things I did as a bad guy. I'm just doing them to the different people. Yeah. You know, he still did the eye gouges. You know, like, oh, I'm drowsy. Oh, yeah. You know, he's, uh, he was just such an entertainer. And when he did the eye gouge, everybody was, like, applauding him. And when he was a bad guy, everybody was like, you asshole, you're, you're going below the belt. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I I just, you know, my girlfriend picks on me, has been picking on me. I said, I, you know, I'm telling you, you know, 
Roddy's my kind of guy. He's sarcastic as hell, a smart ass, you know, all rolled up in one. You know, exactly. You know, I, I can't the same thing, you know. But it's funny because my mom, my mom, my mom was the ultimate Hulk fan, okay? Oh. And, oh, yeah. So, you know, when him and Roddy got into it, it was great. You know, yeah, mom, it's, it's, oh, you should have heard what my mom called him. <laughs> you know, she was so much, you know, she was so funny, though, you know. She just gets oh, yeah. so yeah, I, excited. Here's here's something, you know, because you are mentioning uh, Hulk Hogan and everything. I guess he's in a little bit of trouble because he he made some comments, and I guess people really outside the world... And they stopped Roddy Piper on the streets. TMZ did. Yeah, and I saw they, that. I see, yeah, you've seen that. And not one bad word did he have to say about Hulk oh, Hogan. No, he, back, he backed Hulk all the way. He backed him. Exactly. And, you know, that just kind of makes you seem, you know, here's a stand-up guy. You know, yep. okay, yeah, you know, okay, I don't I don't know what you're really talking about. I didn't really hear the comments. I don't want to really say anything about, you know, Terry, you yeah. know, and he called him by his real name. He's like, I don't, I, I you know, so it co- goes to show that he has nothing bad to say about anybody. Well, no, not only right. that, what a lot of people don't realize, and my mom, it was so funny because we'd sit there and tell her, Mom, you know this is not real, right? And she goes, oh, yeah. yes, it is. <laughs> you know, and it is. Most of it is all staged, you know, and we were trying yeah. to convince my mom that it was that it was fake, that they're they're all friends. No, it's not. She just insisted it wasn't, so we just finally gave up, you know, but... Actually, in reality, they were all friends. They were all really yeah. friends. They all hung out together and everything else. Yeah, you know? they, they were. Yeah. Uh, Roddy Piper was doing an interview, and he was uh, talking about when him and Cowboy Bob Orton was supposed to be enemies, and Cowboy uh-huh. Bob Orton like showed up in like full nudity at a hotel, and he was locked out of his hotel room. When Roddy and there was like it was not like your typical hotel room when there's floors. Every floor oh was exposed from the lobby and he's like, Arden And they were all oh. drunk. Oh. <laughs> it's brilliant too. Yeah, he's um one thing that we were talking about is how good of a guy he is and I don't know if you guys have seen this uh clip. Um, this is from Anger Grandpa on, have you guys heard of Anger Grandpa on YouTube? Uh-uh. Oh, you haven't? Oh, he's brilliant. Um, huh? Joe? Go ahead. Yeah, Angry Grandpa. Um, we were talking about how nice of a guy Roddy Piper was, and Angry Grandpa actually know something about Roddy Roddy Piper that um, the rest of the world didn't know when Roddy Roddy Piper was still with the NWA before he even got to the WWF. You guys uh-huh. want to hear this? Yeah. Okay, this is really cool. I found this, and I had to play it tonight. 
Okay, here cool. we go. Angry Grandpa on YouTube talking about Rowdy Roddy Piper and his death. While I've been here at Dad's, I got a bunch of text messages from my boss, uh, from my friends, that Rowdy Roddy Piper has passed away. Sad. One of my really early wrestling memories, uh, I wasn't always a huge wrestling fan. And so one of my early memories, Dad, Grandpa was trying to get me to watch wrestling, and it was Halloween Havoc. And I remember that. Oh, Hulk Hogan, uh, I think he beat Macho Man. Yep. He, Hulk Hogan had just had a match. And next thing you know, the bagpipes started going off, and Dad went apeshit. Yeah. He went crazy. Piper! It's Piper! Piper. Yeah, really. <laughs> he, there he was, in full light, man. Boom. That's one regret I got, Piper. What? I never got to meet Roddy Piper. You know, back when I was... God, I must have been 20, 21, 22, something along there. Roddy Roddy Piper was a heel, right? Everybody hated Roddy Piper, man. He was bad. Well, Rowdy Roddy was on the streets of Charlotte. And some guy ripped off this old lady, grabbed her damn handbag, and started to run with it. Well, Roddy Piper grabbed him, beat his ass, and gave the woman back her pocketbook. Well, he didn't think nothing of it, you know, and he went on about his business. Well, every time he'd go to the arena, the story got out about what he did. And Roddy Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper, everybody, instead of booing him anymore, no matter what, he could have got there and shit the guy's face. They were, yeah, Roddy! All because he did the right thing and beat up a dude for stealing a woman's pocketbook. So he had no choice but to turn good. Everybody loved him. He couldn't do no wrong. And that's when I really started liking Roddy Piper myself. I used to love him to come out there in the kilt, you know, and and blow his bagpipes and then beat the hell out of people. I loved it. Miss you, Roddy. Yeah, so apparently, yeah, so apparently he was walking down the streets of Charlotte, North Carolina. He noticed that a guy stole the woman's handbag. He beat the crap out of him, gave the woman back his handbag, and he never wanted credit for it. But everybody knew that he did that. And that's that's another thing. I uh, When I was doing research on Roddy Roddy Piper tonight, uh, people have told me that they have waited in line for hours just to get his autograph. And the reason is, is because Rowdy Roddy Piper didn't just say, oh, you're buying an autograph for me. Okay, Rowdy Roddy Piper. No, Rowdy Roddy Piper wanted to communicate with you. He wanted to say, what's your name? You know, who are you? And... Everybody says he is, like, the nicest guy ever. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Yeah, it, like, um, uh, uh, Shannon Lee was telling me that the guy in front of him was like, Roddy, Roddy Piper, you've got to put me on the headlock. And he's like, okay, I'll do it, but I'm not going to hurt you. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he was gentle with the guy, and then Shannon Lee was next, and I don't know if she's going to call in or not. But uh, she said that she walked up and she was like, he looked at her and said, I promise not to put you in the headlock unless you want me to. <laughs> you know, he wants to know people's name. He wants to know who he's meeting. He wants to know how their day is. 
He wants yeah. to know everything about them before they just walk away. And that's yeah. really cool. Here, here we go. I will tell you a story that I read off of Facebook by someone. And uh, whoever it was will probably, you know, if you're listening or you hear about it, will uh, let me know. It was basically, he, you know, was like at a convention years ago. He had bought, you know, all 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 his money went, and he bought all these comic books and stuff like that. And then he noticed Roddy Piper, and he didn't have any money, but he walked up to Roddy Piper and told him, "Hey, you know, I don't have any money for your autograph, but you know." Instead, he shook his hand, and he goes, "Those are free." you know, the handshake, you yeah. know, and so every year at the convention that he would be at, the young man would, like, keep going up to him and shake his hand, and he was just curious, you know, after poor Roddy had died, he was just thinking back and going, like, I'm wondering if he knew that the young kid that he shook his hand years ago realized it was still the same kid who was him. And stuff like that. I think it was Jonathan Moody, uh, actually, who wrote that. But mm-hmm. if it's not Jonathan Moody, I apologize. But, yeah, it it's like right now with the whole WWE and stuff like that, with, like, the Make-A-Wish Foundation and stuff like that. I just was reading something earlier today about a different wrestler. Uh Everyone knows who Titus O'Neil is. Um, guys, he's the no tag idea. team. Well, he's the tag team champion, part of uh, for uh, prime time players right now for all you WWE fans. While he was in San Diego, he you know went and he took a couple homeless people out to dinner and stuff like that, at a restaurant in San Diego. And basically, that's his, like, you know, you take a group of people who are homeless, and he'll take them to a restaurant and feed them, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which is his way of giving back, yeah. you know, to the community. And just like, you know, it, those are the good stories people, you know, want to mostly hear about their wrestling heroes is that these guys really are compassionate about their fans instead of like, oh, hey, man, since I'm now, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not, I'm just making it up. But you could be like the greatest wrestler in the whole wide world and still be, you know, like, hey, I don't have time for this, you know. Exactly. And so, you know, and that's just not right for anybody. And that goes for celebs and... Uh, filmmakers or anything in general, you know? Yeah. You've got to look out for everybody, you know? And that's how Roddy Piper was, you know? It's like, as you all know, that he's got a soda drink, uh, a lot of bubble gum, you know, by Rocket <laughs> Fizz. So we, we do have to call her. No, go ahead. 
248. Joe, I do want you to finish. I just want 248 to know that they're alive. Go ahead, Joe. No, seriously, if you, if you ever watched the show Undercover Boss uh, last season, I think, or two seasons ago, they had the owner of Rocket Fizz going undercover. But before he went undercover, he had, like, was hanging out with Riley Piper to let him know that, hey, we're going to make a bubble gum out of your, you know, bubble out of bubble gum. And he was just like, oh, no, that's so great, you know. And so they have, like, a, uh, a bubble gum soda. It's like, oh, I have bubble gum, you know. And it's a photo of Roddy Piper from They Live and stuff like that. So if you have a rocket fizz near you, uh, go yeah, pick it up. I don't even know if they have any out here. <clears throat> they're 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 interesting, but go ahead, two four eight. Hello. Um, Hello, Tom Sawyer. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Bubble gum and kick some ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. That's right. Gum and kick ass. You're all out of bubble gum. You know what? You guys are forgetting one thing, though. He was also in Goonies. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, he was in Andre. You do know what comedian was also in that video, don't you? She played the witch. Uh yeah. Um. Who played the witch in the Goonies video? By Cindy Lauper's good enough. Roseanne Barr! That's right. Well, there's Tyson. Yeah, that's, it did, I didn't realize that until a couple of years ago. Well, you know, it, it, well, it was Roddy, it was um, Andre the Giant, um, the Russian. Uh, I can't yeah. think of his name offhand. Off um, uh, yeah, and uh, who else was it? Oh, there was a couple Iron of Sheik. <laughs> yeah, the Iron Sheik, yep. Um, there you go. God, I'm trying Man, to think. Um, we, should, we, should do, we should do this as a Francie and Friends prize. Nick, what are we going to give away to say, name all the wrestlers in the Goonies Good Enough Cindy Lauper video? Captain Lou Albano. Captain yeah, yeah. Lopper's mom, uh, father. And, and that, that uh, the old uh, wrestler, the woman, uh, what the hell was her name? Oh, my gosh. I know Mula. this name because I got, I, I've got to make a confession. Me uh-huh. and my friend, because uh, uh, I grew up in South Carolina, and it is the Magnificent Moolah. Yep, that's um, it. She she was born and raised in South Carolina, and she has a piece of property in South Carolina. And if you oh, really? go on her property, it says, and it was right down the street from my house, it oh, says, wow. if you cross this point line, you will be shot. Right Me on. and Corey Rockbottom Davis will back this down. 
we were drinking. I had to throw up somewhere. And I figured the most beautiful place to throw up in this country would be in the magnificent Moolah's front yard. Oh, damn. <laughs> I did it. I okay. threw up in magnificent Moolah's front yard. Oh, damn. Maybe we should post I did that. that. I, I, that is a true story. Corey was telling me, no, no, no. Thankfully, I was the one that was driving. I was like, no, I got to throw up, and we're right here. Come on, think about it. And I was like, Bleh. and he was like egging me on the whole time. He's like, do it, do it, do it. And I threw up. The front yard. Oh, damn. Come on, how many people can say that they actually threw up on Magnificent Moolah's front yard? Yeah, really. There you go. You you warn you you ignore those warning shots that you know you will be shot. But yeah, she wasn't I, that. She didn't shoot me. I didn't well, see her that. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, I I threw up in her front yard. Honestly, honestly, a true story. I threw up in Magnificent Mula's front yard. Wow. That's pretty messed up. Way too much information. Sure, we had a lot to drink that night, and we were passing by, and I'm like, Corey, man, I should throw up in Magnificent Moolah's front yard. Come on. (laughs) I can say this now because she did pass away, but I'm telling you, I had a witness there that night. Yep. And he was going, yay, 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 yay. <laughs> okay, okay, a little bit too much information, but I did do yeah, that. Yeah, but it, it was a good story. All right, all right. Um, I do have another caller. My goodness. We got callers. Yeah. All right, is everybody ready? Because yeah. I know what this is. I just don't have the eye vision. Um, hold on. Uh, all right, here we go. Episode 915, and they did say let him do a little spew. Okay, so here we go. Area code 915. Goddamn, bro. Why are you sweating like this? What's this fucking that, bitch? <laughs> you ain't got no AC in this, bitch. And this raggedy motherfucker. We just got the news, y'all. But hold on, bro. I want, I want, I want to take me a shot for Roddy, bro. Take you a shot for Roddy, y'all. My nigga Roddy, he, he gone. The nigga with the kilt. That's the kilt. That's the only man that can wear a dress, and I want to say not a goddamn thing. We gotta celebrate Roddy life like real men in this mother. Bro, how the hell you open? Oh shit. Rest in peace, Roddy. Rest in peace, Roddy, right? Ah! Boy, that was that motherfucker right the fuck there. That nigga. Put him asleep! Put him asleep! Oh shit! Put him asleep! 
you had to do Ain't no mouse even like that no more. Nigga, you had to do that while I just took a damn hit for Riley. Sorry, bro. The spirit of Riley Riley probably came above him. Riley, now he gone. He gone. Ain't gonna be no more sleeper holes. Listen, nobody can do sleeper hole like Riley. Why? This world is just. This world is done. Damn, everybody. Everybody down left and right. Like two months ago, this Dusty Road died. Yeah, then he did. Where were you when you got the news? Beat my dick. Me too. But that don't mean nothing. We still got the right? news. We still can, y'all. I had to stop beating and start praying right? after I got the news. Condolences go to his family. Condolences to the family, to the fans. Everybody. To everybody. Wrestling ain't the same no more, y'all. I'm sorry. It really not. I don't watch this shit no more. It ain't the same no more, man. It's hot. It's hot as hell. The man, AC busted. I'm going to watch some old Roddy clips tonight. You should. I'm going I was already watching some with his theme song and everything. You crazy. You know who's going to be next, right? Hulk Hogan. No, that Hulk Hogan, nigga. <laughs> that, that shit getting on his heart now. Too many people mad at him. He said, what you gonna do? Oh, shit. He's supposed to be here sleeper holding the hell out of people right now. You can't count on none of these bitch ass new niggas in WWE. Right. Yeah. WWF. That's when it was hot. WWF. That's when it was hot. World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> no World Wrestling Entertainment. Entertainment. Sound like a porno company. Anyways, y'all. Rest in peace, Rowdy. Gangsta's Paradise, man. Gangsta's Paradise. I'm going to hit me another one for him. Go ahead, bro. You got to suck on it like a dick. Yeah. That's how you get the, the, the extra poison out that bitch. You got to make it bust in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hello? Hello? Oh. Are, are they, they they hung up. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're lost. <laughs> was, I mean, I, I I did get the email and they said I wanna do a spew and it's like okay. Okay. Well, that was kinda cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. We we were talking about how WWE World Wrestling Entertainment does sound like a porno now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, they hung up. We 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 have no questions for them now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess they're drinking and they're uh, celebrating. All they did was tell me to please pick up when 915 comes up, then that's it. So, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, where you live, you learn, and, uh, you know. Yeah, I have to admit, though, when. When, you know, like Roddy and all those guys started leaving and all these new guys started coming in, I stopped watching it. It wasn't as fun anymore. Yes, I'm here. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. You kind of like, oh, okay, I got to know your name now, and I got to know your name now. And yeah, follow the backstory of, you know, that's the thing. To me, sort of like with wrestling, it's that some of the, uh, you know, newer stuff, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, but it's just, it's hilarious because they kind of keep repeating at some point in time a similar storyline that you yeah. could pick yeah. out from like 20 years ago. But instead of it being like, let's say, Roddy Roddy Piper taking on Hulk Hogan, it's now like Triple H taking on John Cena or The Undertaker or somebody like that. And you just go like, okay, you... You know, haven't I yeah. seen this or haven't, haven't we seen this before? Yeah. You know. Exactly. It's three. I think South Park, they kind of made fun of uh, how wrestling is today because everything is like a soap opera. They took yeah. their job. Oh, she had seven babies. You know, you're not. And back then, it was kind of like, okay, yeah, you got your promos. Come on, forget the talking. Fight, fight, fight. Yeah, fight. you had distinctive good guy. You had distinctive no. good guys and bad guys. The bad guys were fun. Uh, they yeah, were, yeah. You, they were distinctive. You knew who was who. Nowadays, you just got. It's like they're all bad guys, or they're all they're bad good guys, or bad bad guys. There's yeah. no distinctive differences. Yeah, exactly. They're all no discernible. You didn't have the characters you had then. Right. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you had the intensity of the ultimate warrior. You had the macho man. Yeah. I mean, you had you had the, you know, honky-tonk man. I mean, you had these goofy, these lovable characters, both good and bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Hey, you know, it's Brutus no, the Beefcake. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, yeah. I mean, Brutus <laughs> the Barber Beefcake. He actually shook my hand live. We were at, uh, we were in Columbia, South Carolina, and we was at the Township Auditorium. And my dad, it was the first year that my stepfather and my mom were married, and he made sure to get us WWF tickets. And I was, I was, um, I was the first ticket sold, and my dad made sure that I had that ticket. And Bruce the Barber Beefcake was there. And mm. oh, sorry, that was me. Bruce yeah, the Barber Beefcake actually like shook my hand. Like, he, like, got out of the ring and shook my hand, and he, like, looked at me right in the eye, and he says, I love you, and I was like, yeah, you just say that because you have to, but thank you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's yeah. really cool how, how they do make you, you know, they, they, not all of them are so cocky. I met Dusty Rhodes before he passed away. Arn Anderson. He was trying to sign a yo-yo for me. Because oh, I was so into yo-yoing. Hey, you can know? I tell you a story? You nice guy. Hey, can I tell you a story? Back when my kids were little in the 80s when they had WWF on, and it was on like at 11 o'clock, and then the reg- their show with a cartoon was on, on the regular wrestling with them. All my kids were real. They were little then, and even my nephew would be watching him on a Saturday, and I'd be 
basically before nap time, I'd wrestle them and get them worn out. Watching this, I'd be big bad dad against, you know, I'd make up names like Jumpin' Jonathan or, you know, Battling <laughs> Brent or something. And, you know, we'd be, you know, box slamming them on the couches and, you know, they'd get me pinned and everything, you know. But we watched that when it was on doing that, and that's why it's kind of it's really sad because I, I go back to then and they'd be all worn out, ready for an hour and a half to two hour nap right after that, you know, after I wore them, <laughs> wrestled with them. Right on. That, oh, yeah. that was my thinking of uh, you know, let's get them worn out and tired so I'll lay down and take a nap, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. I I got something that just is totally hilarious. Uh, since we're talking about the WWE, I was like on Facebook the other day or two, and all of a sudden I see this like post, and it's basically going like John Cena prank phone call. So I listen to it, and what it is, it's this radio station calling this woman who's married, and they keep going like. Hey, this is the W, you know, uh, are you going to watch SummerSlam? John Cena digging on, you know, and they kept calling and calling, uh-huh. and she's like, keeps losing her temper, and she finally, like, she starts saying after, like, the third or fourth time they called, like, if, if I swear to Christ, if this is you again. I'm going to go and I'm going to track you down and I'm going to tear you from limb to limb. <laughs> and then finally after, like, the sixth or seventh call, they finally said, hey, uh, well, this is, like, really, uh, we're calling you because your husband wanted us to prank you, you know, <laughs> uh, and stuff like that. She's just like, you know, totally livid, but, it, you know, because she kept saying, there is going to be no wrestling in this house, no summer's line, no nothing, you know. Oh, uh, but it was just hilarious, you know. Not yeah. Like, you know, it's like, hey, man, let me prank call you with WWE presents John Cena, or Undertaker, you know. It, it, it boggles the mind, it, you know, and it is a tragedy when when the WWE loses, like, someone like Roddy Roddy Piper and some of that, and, you know, it's like, you know, it's sort of like, I think one of the last times I saw Roddy Roddy Piper in the WWE, he was, like, uh, on, like, Chris Jericho's show, or something like that, you know. Uh-huh. And it's sort of like some of those former uh, guys or those wrestlers try to, like, try to imitate the Roddy Roddy Piper's Piper Pit, you know. Yeah, yeah. nobody can... Oh, no, there's no, there's no way anybody can compete with yeah, that. Yeah, it's no way to be the next Roddy Roddy Piper. I mean, if... if, if and here's, here's something. I didn't see this uh, Piper's Pit, and because we're speaking of the Piper's Pit right now, i got to play this. Right. And here's the thing. This was... Uh, this aired way back in the 80s. Uh-huh. And... Yeah. I 
was wondering, should we play? In fact, when I seen this Piper's Pit, I was looking at Nick, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, everything that Rowdy Roddy Piper is talking about to the Sergeant Slaughter, which we've actually oh, had yeah, on the show. another one. We're yeah. us with Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter has been on our show. But um, everything that he mentioned to Sergeant Slaughter was way above the age of the 80s, you know. And I'm kind of looking at Nick, and I'm like, I don't know if I should play this one or not. Because everything that Roddy Piper is saying to Sergeant Slaughter in the 80s is so accurate today. Uh-huh. You guys can hear it? Yeah, it's, definitely. It's, tell me if Roddy Piper did not call the future in the 80s, because this was like early 80s. None of this stuff was going on, but Roddy Piper already called it. So here we go. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter video uh, uh, visiting the Piper's Pit. Everything that you could ever think of beyond wrestling, beyond anything he wants to do, the most intelligent man that I have ever met in my entire life, a man who takes things into his own hands, a man who gets things done. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you at this time... <laughs> Whistle! What we saw moments ago was Mr. Piper interviewing his favorite guest. No doubt, however, there'll be many guests Mr. Piper will interview during Piper's pit segments, and from time to time, we have seen him abuse the privilege, no doubt of that. Not really so much of an interview as it is somewhat of a monologue that Piper does. In any event, one thing for sure, he does indeed, that is Piper, thrive on chaos. Sergeant Slaughter, I have a, I have a lot of respect uh, for you and what you've done in uh, previous years. I know that uh, you were in Vietnam, and I know that you're a veteran, and I might be quite candid with you. Uh, you went and fought for your country, but... Uh, and not trying to be a smart like you're an idiot, is what I think, mister. But wait, 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 no, 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 no. Wait, listen, hear me out now, hear me out. Oh, you got all them people there. You got all them people chanting for you. Hang on, hear me out. You got all them people chanting. Oh, wait, wait, you got all them people chanting for you out there. But what happened when you came back from Vietnam and you got in the taxi cab and you said to the driver, you said, I just came from Vietnam. And the driver said to you, so what? Huh? How about how about all these people out here who, while you were sitting fighting for your country, mister, while you were out there bleeding, all these people here, their feet are still hot from running for the border, man. How about that? How about you've actually got actresses and actors from this country that while you're fighting and, and your brother is carrying the flag, they're over here burning your flag. They're over there with the communists trying to get them to revert. Don't you see what I mean when I say that you're an idiot, man? Don't you understand what I mean? Now you're starting to listen. Cross over, brother. You look at all them people right now. They're all being big shots. But where were they when they were supposed to come and do some fighting, huh? When you were out there on the battlefield, where were they? They were no place around, were they? You know, Roddy Piper's absolutely right. I bled for my country. I bled for each and one of you. 
But Roddy Piper, next time I'll die for my country. God bless America. Yeah, that's actually a very powerful moment that he made. And granted, we're not burning the flag now. We're stepping on it. Exactly. And, you know, it, well, and he's yeah, making it's a It's not point. just us. It's all, the, it's all yeah. those assholes that they're letting into this country that exactly. are sitting there. Oh, we exactly. hate the flag. We hate the flag. Well, go to fuck home then, okay? Yeah, and and that's what he was stating. He was like, you know, you're fighting for a country, and you know they're running across the border. You know exactly. I think he called it. I think he called it at in the early eighties. He was like, and it's still true today. And oh, he's yeah. telling, and he was kind of warning America, in my opinion, like, look, this is how screwed up we are. We're not burning the flag today, but we're stepping on it. And we're taking photos of it. That's well, terrible. It, it, yeah, but the thing of it is, it's not just American. The friggin' exactly. people that they're letting in this country that's trying to tear our country apart. Exactly. Amen. You know, and I and I think I think he kind of made a really early call of this. Like you know, this these these are things that we're complaining about in America today. Why disrespect it? You know, and he called that. You're fighting for the country. It's a great country, and people are disrespecting you. And I personally think, and I think that what Roddy Piper was trying to state in that is that we've got to salute the military. Exactly. Oh yeah, I mean when 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 my son when my son okay first went in the army, and after he had graduated, and we went down for his graduation and stuff, and he had a couple of days off, so we spent time down there with him. And he said to me, he said, you know what, Mom? He said, they're already calling me a baby killer. I haven't even been deployed yet. They're fools and idiots and assholes. I said, you know what? When they say that to you, I said, this is what I want you to tell them. Say, then I guess I'm fighting for everybody else but your ass. Yeah. Wow, I'm really sorry to hear about that because me personally, I love the military. I, I, man, to do what they do, I complain if I work over eight hours, the military is working 24 hours. Exactly. You know, and man, whenever I see a, a guy in uniform that's part of the military, I go up and shake their hands and I, I thank them for everything they're doing for our country. I honestly do. Definitely. Because I to me, they, they, they're the reasons that I can go up to them and shake their hands. Go into another country and shake your military's hands, they'll shoot you. Yeah. But in America, you know, you shake your your military officer's hand and you say thank you so much for your services. You know, they're they're appreciative. In other oh, countries, yeah. they're going to yeah. 
Well, that's like my one time we went and picked him up from uh, from the airport, and we all went out to eat afterwards. And because um, he said, "Mom, I'm hungry," and I said, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll go eat." And then, and then we were getting ready to leave, <laughs> and we were told that our bill was paid. That is awesome. This lady saw us sitting with Dylan. He still had his, his basic uniform on, and they paid for all of us. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah I, was, that, I was totally blown away, you know. I mean, because you don't see it very often. You don't. My freedom to be a writer is dependent on these guys protecting that right, the way I figure it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I, my 18-year-old, he's still in school right now, but as soon as he's done with school, he's going in the military. Wow. Yes, yeah, so I get to worry all over again. Well, well thank him for us. Yeah. I will. Uh, 100% definitely salute him and thank him for us. And, so, and we got to interview him when they can. Because I know they can't talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Ex- yep. Huh? Hey, go ahead, Don. Oh, I wasn't going to say anything. I, I was waiting for somebody else. Oh, I said Don. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Tom, Don, Joe, uh, Francie, whatever, whatever the Hail, name hail, are. the all here. Yeah, hell, hell, we're someplace. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't sound like you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, go ahead. No, but, yeah, that's amazing, Don. And I, I, I agree, yeah, they can't, you know, they're doing something top secret. Hi, I'm like Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible. I can't really tell you anything. Exactly. Or right but now. This is going to be eleven seconds. Yes, your message will self-destruct. And oh, you better run, sucker! Uh, that <laughs> telephone booth is. Whoops, sorry. Poor Thank Superman, you. then. You know, uh, I won't get it this way. If you keep blowing up uh, telephone booths, or you know, poor Superman's not going to be able to change anywhere. Exactly. That, that, well, that's why we have no more Supermans, because we have no more telephone booths. Uh, well, I thought we had right. Batman, right? Exactly, there's Batman. Tell me, no. Michael Keaton, best Batman ever. No, I gotta, you know, I don't know, I kind of like the last guy that played him. What's his nuts? Uh, God, what was his name? Ben that's Black. okay, Tom. No, no, not Affleck, um, the other one before him. Uh, Clooney? <laughs> no, no, not that one. Not no. The, if you the, say Clooney, I was going to say, Tom, we will shoot you. No, what's his name? Um, uh, Clooney. Christian Hold on. Is not, uh, oh, Christian Bell. Yeah. Bell. yeah the one who had the Dark Knight. Yeah. Hey, uh, hello. But the only thing that bugs oh. me about it is, I'm sorry, 
I would have let Joker fell off that building. He's like a mad dog. You destroy a mad dog. So it doesn't compromise yeah. your justice thing to kill a mad dog. That's you know? right. Uh, you know. Yeah, so what you really like was the Joker. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to be quiet. Now, why so serious, man? Uh, no, um, you know, it, 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 you know, to me, it, it, it's just sort of like, uh, I was talking to my guest who I have all the way from France with me, uh, the lovely Estelle. Uh, we were talking... And I just recently told her about, oh, hey, I just found out the latest movie that gets remade uh, coming up is the original, you know, you know it's been remade in the 80s, uh, Nosferatu. Oh, really? Uh, so, and it's going to be done by, I think, the writer from the uh, Funny or Die film, which uh, is out on... The man and should be out on DVD and called What We Do in the Shadows, which is a funny vampire comedy type film that's now out on DVD, I believe, or soon to be. And so, yeah, that's the latest movie that's getting the lovely remake treatment. And I just sit there and I'm going, like, okay, thank you. You know, yeah. that's crazy because. My son loves that movie, and so I went and bought it for him. And uh, oh, yeah. so he'll be he'll be interested to hear that. Yes, and so you know that's the whole thing. You know, I was telling her, I go, you know, hey, you can remake uh, Night of the Living Dead, but you know, it's so many you know times you can just sit and watch. Hey, the retelling of Night of the Living Dead. Uh, you I know, have or, an issue with I have an issue with a lot of the remakes. Oh yeah. I'm I'm sorry. If it was done right the first time, why do you got to remake it? Yeah. And well, that's all there is in it is remakes and sequels. Yeah. Right. And and this is the thing to me. It's like I I agree with all that because I just sit there. And I go, you know, and I know a lot of hard, hardcore horror fans are saying, never touch a classic movie. But exactly. because, you know, the thing is, is that they think, well, you know, since uh, we have a younger generation now that never got to see that movie, let's, you know, who know, I, I think, you know, uh, they could re-release it in the theater. Yeah. But, you know, but they think, oh, we'll just remake it and make some money off of it, you know. Yeah. And sometimes That's they're crazy. not as good. Yeah, it's easier to do it that way than just yeah. to re-release it, you know. And I just sit there and go, like, why? I want to just let myself, you know. Uh, you know, if you come up with something genius, say great, but, you know. The remakes, I just sit there and go, like, okay, if I have to watch it, I'll watch it. But if if not, I'll just wait and then wait for it on DVD, not on DVD, but on demand. And just sit yeah. there and go, okay, I saved myself some time, you know. Uh, exactly. But then, you know, uh, 
it's sort of like that. I, I admit, I went and I saw Ant-Man. Hello, Ant-Man. How was it? It was good. It was fun, you know. It's one of those, you know, movies where you just sit there and go, like, hey, you know, it's kind of cool. You know, we got an ant, you know, what's next, you know? Mothman? No, never yeah, mind. Really. Oh, no, we know, already it, had Mothman. That's true. Hey, give me the tick, okay? I need the tick to fit in here somewhere. <laughs> you know, I am the tick. You know, uh, oh, my there God. You, go, so, tick. you know, it's sort of like, uh, here's a movie that people are, like, very, I don't know how interested there's going to be or how the people are going to react. Uh, we all grew up and remember uh, the the wonderful movie, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, yeah, but my uh, son still loves watching it. Well, uh, Alex Winter, uh, of course, uh, Ted, oh. or is he Bill? Well, I forget. Uh, he basically uh, is, you know, they're going to make a third one. Oh, they, really? You know, and basically he says, they're saying, hey, this one will be more funnier because, hey, it's been so long since we did the last one, you know, that, uh-huh. hey, you know, it's, you know, hey, it's been like 20, 15, 20 years since we did the last film. So we gotta be at least more funnier now than you know the last time, yeah. you know. And you're just going, okay, you know, should be a lot of fun then, you know. And you know, as I would say, you know, you're always curious, you know. If you know, it's like, okay, when do you end a trilogy or a movie, you know? franchise. Exactly. Please kill me now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I wish we put out of my misery. Uh, no, but again, Rancy, are you still with us? Or did you uh, fall out of the planet like, you know. Francie? Oh, Francie? Are you still with us? Hello, anybody still there? I know Tom's with us. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We lost Francie, though. I think we lost Francie again. Or unless Francie muted herself. And there's like, totally you went like, oh, whoops, Tom, I'm mute. <laughs> yeah. It's a possibility. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Yeah, uh, you know, there's a lot of classic movies, and I'm sorry, leave it alone. Yeah. Do that. I don't know why. Original, good new original stuff out there they could make films with. Exactly. I mean, you could take any writers from Black Bed Sheet Books and make decent movies out of their stuff. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, here we go. Here, here's a thing that I would love. And don't get me wrong. I, you know, this goes out and I, I, I have no problem saying this. You know, uh-huh. you, like, I, I would love to see some of the cheesiest B-movies from, like, maybe the mid-50s to, like, uh-huh. the late 70s get yeah. remade. You know, something that's very, you know, it's like, hey. Well, the thing of it hey. is, you know, the thing of it is, is 
Okay, what? You guys don't have an imagination? You got to take an old classic movie and try to remake it and change it? Yeah. Who's your imagination? But, Come on, there's books right. out there. There's people that write out there. Yeah, yeah, and there are, and there are, you know, don't get me wrong, there are a lot of good, independent, different horror films, sci-fi, fantasy, whatever, that are out there, you know, and as Tom mentioned, hey, you could look at some of the black bed sheep books, and pick out some of his own story and say, I really, you know, like this, you know. Yeah, as 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 I was saying on my show just recently or last night or Friday night, uh, I mentioned Fred Weehy's latest book, Fright House. And, yeah, you know I really do want to see Fred and my buddy Dave Rita uh, actually make that into a movie and stuff like that, and it'd be great, you know, to see what they come up with, you know. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, and see how it goes and stuff like that. It, it's just like, you know, hey, yo, you know, with Nick writing Halloween 4, you know, it's like, hey, yo, great, you know. You know, compared, like, hey, I want to go now revisit the movie and see what, you know, like, and sometimes the books are different than the movies themselves, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. You sit there and you're like, okay, maybe I I could understand for, like, let's say if you don't have that budget to, you know, make some super incredible death scene or whatever, I I can understand that, you know. And, and of course, in books, you can get away with more, you know, visuals compared sometimes to movies. You know, at the time, you know, it's like, hey, man, oh, what? You're going to make a machine into a man or a woman? Oh, never mind. I got to run and hide, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. I hope Frenzy's able to get back in, or if she hasn't, you know, because it happened to her earlier tonight was that, yeah, she, like, couldn't get back in, and then she finally got back on, and stuff like that. You know, it's sort of like, right now, I'm, God love it, I'm I'm watching one of my uh, Guilty Pleasure show, which is Bar Rescue, and uh, I'm watching a trailer for the sequel to Hitman. It's called Agent 47. Which I'm just going, you know, hey, that's cool, you know, uh-huh. because I think I own the first one. But, you know, the thing is, if a movie like that can do good, you know, hey, some other movies can do as good as well, you know, because it's different, totally different than, you know, what some other people are putting out, you know. Yeah. Hey, man, I want to be your hitman. Can I not be a hitman? Oh, Sorry. That reminds me of Gross Point Blank. Hello. Uh, this is me calling you, Dr. Whatever. I, I'm firing you. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was, like, uh, thinking of the Violet Femmes tune, Blister in the Sun. Uh, and the blister in that one. Uh, have any of you guys seen that video? I don't think so. Uh, it, it's, uh... 
Oh, yeah, there she is. Uh, Katie Lutz uh, from Arrow as well. Robbie Amell from The Flash. Uh, Katie, Katie Cassidy from Arrow. So she's going to be there. So it's sort of like a cast of Flash and Arrow. She's going to be there. But still, yeah, even though... The only uh, cancellation from Son of Monster Palooza was Dario Agenta. Sorry, Dario. Due to filming, which is always, you know, the thing. They've got a few people from, they'll have like a lot of people from Face Off there. And talk about Face Off, uh, if you guys are watching the show on Sci-Fi, I have a friend who I met actually at Monster Palooza a few years ago on this season of Monster uh, um, Face-Off. Uh, so. Good luck, Omar. Uh, also, Eileen Dietz is going to be there. Hello, Eileen. Ari Melhoff, who's really a nice guy. Haven't seen him in a while. Uh... Sherry Curry of The Runaways. Ken Kaczynski from no Friday vs. Jason. Yeah. What was that, Tom? Oh, no, no. I was talking to my wife. <laughs> oh, sorry, Tom. Uh, Shannon yeah. Shea, who's an FX artist. Uh, Sandy Coloria, also another FX person. Uh, makeup. Tom Woodruff. Uh, Alex Gills. Uh... Great Cannon is going to be there. Kenny Myers, Mackenzie Westmore, Mike Westmore, Danielle Harris, Tom Atkins, James Hong, William Malone, Juliet Landau, uh, William Forsythe, hello, Bill Johnson, Sid Haig, Alex Vincent, hello, I'm Alex Vincent, Tom Holland, Leslie Estherbrook, Mick Garaz, Harvey Stephan, uh, the little kid from The Omen. Hello. The original Omen. Meg oh. Foster, Udo Kerr, David Naughton, and Tony Todd. So they really haven't updated recently. They just recently just added a few more special effects makeup artists. So it should be a lot of fun. Uh, they, they also play short little movies or movies. Uh, they also have, like, a costume contest. Hey, first prize is 600 bucks. Anyone? Wow. The Art of Creature and Character Designs for an hour. Uh, Juliet Landau has a movie that she's kind of doing, which deals with the whole vampire uh, phenomenon. Uh, and then they're doing a uh, Mad Monster Palooza party. Uh, where they'll have, like, karaoke, where you get the butcher song, and the proceed, portion of the proceed is going to a wonderful convention and cause called Scares That Care. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, and then they'll have some comedy with uh, this group called The Resistance, and, um, oh, hey, I'm Rubber, like Derek Lou, the true story of an 80s monster maker book, one on Sunday. 
how sweet. Uh, but yeah, those are some of the events going on at the convention and stuff like that. So, a lot of fun at that convention. So, it is. It, it, it is a great time. And, you know, I still, you know, I still, I still think everybody needs to come out this way for the Horror Fest. It is. Uh, and that, talk about craziness. Uh, next year sometime, uh, here in San Jose, uh, Stanley, hello Stanley, and Steve Wozniak are joining forces to put together like a big time Comic-Con type uh, convention here in San Jose mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's sort of like eh, it's insanity, you know. Hi, I'm Steve Woz. I'm the guy who helped create Apple, <laughs> and uh, and I'm Stan Lee, the creator of the Avengers and everything you, Marvel. Speaking of Stanley, <laughs> have you guys heard that uh, he's gonna supposedly stop? Uh, Doing special appearances in the, uh, you know, like the, the Marvel, the okay. comics and stuff. Well, uh, I know he's in Ant Man. I, I yeah, know that well, much. They were talking something about him, um, not doing it anymore. Well, I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, that would like, yeah, ruin they, the movies, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, don't get, yeah, you know. To me, okay, here's a prime example with the great Alfred Hitchcock. You know, it's cool. Hey, every once in a while, maybe do a cameo. You know, and don't get me wrong. You know, I wouldn't, let's say if I was like Stan Lee or Alfred Hitchcock or someone super famous where I knew, hey, maybe I could make a cameo. You know, if it's just me walking down the street or at a, in a bar segment, you know, in well, you this movie. You admit, everybody goes, when they go to the movies or, or rent the movie, right. everybody expects to see Stan Lee so, in there. Yeah, yeah. And to me, it's like, you know, do I really, you know, it, it's all, all offending, you know, it's like, uh, it, does it bother me if Stanley's not in one of those movies? No. Uh-huh. You know. Oh, me. Yeah. I, I, I go to see it because I'm expecting to see him. <laughs> I right. want to see Stanley, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, like how, you know, I would say, yeah, for anyone who wants to go see Ant-Man, go see Ant-Man in the theater. It's fun. Uh, you, you know, know, the only it, thing it, I didn't like that I've seen lately is Jurassic World. Oh, I saw that. Right. And, and, hey, she's oh back. Go, Francie. Um, I was going to say that the uh, Block Talk Radio was, a woman was about to um, interrupt us in a second, and I would like to play the Rowdy Rowdy Piper song that he actually Whoa. recorded himself. Yeah, definitely. All right, here we go. Hey, 
This is called For Everybody by Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Uh, hold on. I got terrible eyes now. I'd let you borrow uh, my glasses, you're but you're too far away. This, uh, yeah, because uh, Block Talk Radio is about to cut us off, and this is about the last place that we have to do. Uh, this is For Everybody by Rowdy Rowdy Piper, and I think that everybody will get a kick out of this. Because it is true life. controversial host of Piper's Pit, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mr. Piper, I would stick around, but you're going to have to excuse me. I have to go to the men's room. I'll be right back. Thank you. Oh, going home? Oh, my goodness. That's fine. Cow Palace. You can go to the men's room in the Cow Palace. That's a wonderful name in San Francisco because the Cow Palace is someplace that I would be proud to call my home. Cow Palace is someplace that I'd be proud to bring my gal. Because obviously, if you live in San Francisco and you are going out with gals, 
Obviously, they belong in the cow palace. I saw one. The only thing she was missing was antlers. She would have been in season jack, man. I saw her coming up to me, asking me for a date. I says, man, I'm hot rod. Are you kidding me? He said, yeah, but aren't you the one that's going to fight Mr. Wonderful? I says, yeah, I'm going to fight Mr. Blunderful. He says, but aren't you the one that's going to fight him with all them wrestlers around the ring? He says, yeah, that's me. He says, don't you know what he's thinking? Of course. Yeah, yeah, I know what he's thinking. Absolutely nothing, man. When he's in a room alone, he is all alone. You see, you forget. I rode with him. I know what an idiot this guy is. I know his moves. Oh, yes, he's tough. I know he's tough. You think I ain't, man? I've been around. You know that. I've been there before. He's tough enough to go and bench press 500 pounds. Who really cares, man, huh? Your idea here of a wrestling match here, you got 12 wrestlers around the ring. You got dancing midgets and leathers. You got your own. You got everything that you've ever wanted in a match. You know why I signed this? Incidentally, it didn't take me two months to sign this match. No, 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 no. It didn't take me two months to make up my mind, brother. No, no, no. I said, you want me to fight somebody? I'll fight anybody. Who do you want? Just let me fight him. Orndorff says, well, I'm going to take my time. going to take me about two months, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do right now and go to the bathroom and think about it, and now I'm back. <laughs> right there. It's your idea of Orndorff's father. You see, that's going to happen after you fight me. going to be nothing after you except for old and bald <laughs> and ugly. <laughs> you ain't going to be no hot rod. You're just going to be somebody that can't keep his bladder empty. <laughs> Thank you very much, Roddy Roddy Piper. Back in the Bay Area at the Cow Palace, Thursday night, October the 10th. Don't you dare. Very nice. That was great. Oh, yeah. And it's such a touching, you know, moment for that man. And he was a total class act, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, if there was one wrestler that Roddy Pfeiffer said that he would love to beat his ass, do you know who it would be? Guess. Who? Do you want to hear the confession? He confessed. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here is the one wrestler that Roddy Pfeiffer would have liked to, seriously, what he said is beat his ass. And yet oh. he's never fought him in the ring. Wow. Can you guys guess? Take a guess. Uh, Let's do I a- think uh, I, I, I'm going to go Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. Don? I don't know. That'd be hard. Hmm. There's one wrestler that he never fought. In the ring, personally. So you know it's not Hulk Hogan. He fought him several times. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them he fought a lot of times, but I'm trying to think. But there's more than he never did, and he said he never did, but he would have loved a bitch slapped him. Okay, we got 90 seconds, so I'm going to play it right now. Here we go. You're talking about a man that is so proud, so proud from being Iran. I saw him walking down the beach with his girlfriend. The only difference between him... If you would have a real fight with any wrestler, past or present, who would you want it to be? 
Uh, for money or just personal gratification? I think personal. I think is there someone who wronged you that you never, never got back at him? There's too many. There's too damn. No, bad. no, I got an answer. <laughs> you do. All right. <clears throat> yes, <laughs> I know. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, now. All right. Then um, let me think. Uh, you know who I beat the shit out of? That? There's only one wrestler in life that I dislike. The Honky Tonk Man. Really? Yeah, I'd smack the shit honky out of him. Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> Break his guitar. Holy and, shit. Yeah. I would, you know uh, what? I, I tried, you know, he tried that. to buy my name. Really? Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Um, he comes from a different place. I don't know where he was. And we never got along. And he's like, he's, he's, uh. He's an asshole. And were your matches different because of it? I've never wrestled him. What? No, no, he's he's never a main eventer. No, I thought, though, there might have been a time in the late 80s where you might Nah, wouldn't have anything to do with him. Huh? Nah, and not in, pardon me, but he was not in my dressing room. Right, right, right. Yeah, I beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Let's see. Beat the shit out of him. We pretty much yeah, had it I, out, you everybody. You know what? I would have never thought about that one. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah, you've seen them fight. You've seen them fight so many wrestlers. Yeah, Honky Tonk Man. And come to think of it, right. no, he never did. He you know never He's did. He's right, though. He was an asshole. Yeah, he was. Okay, I'm cool. I'm crusty. Because I'm the Honky Tonk right. Man. He's a honky tonk man. Just a honky yeah. uh, managed yeah. by Jimmy Mouth yeah. of the South Pole. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you know what? Roddy's right. He was an asshole. He was an asshole. Because he's cool. <laughs> he's lucky. He's bad. Yeah, Not that really. was the only wrestler. Okay. And. So that's kind of cool to know that if there was only one wrestler that he would have liked to beat the shit out of, not Ric Flair, which I gotta, you know, I I loved it. Did you guys see when Roddy Piper was um, initiated into the Hall of Fame, the Wrestling okay. Hall of Fame? No, Ric Flair, that he initiated him. And uh, Rick Flair was talking about how they were um, they were uh, banned from countries because Roddy Piper caused so much damage inside the stadium, and they were causing havoc and they were tearing down stadiums. And Rick Flair all the time was like, "Roddy, why did you guys? Oh, Rick, we got to sell tickets. We got to sell tickets, Rick." That's what it's all about, is you got to sell tickets. And, you know, he he knew what he wanted to do. You know, you're going to love to hate me. And the reason why is I'm going to do such terrible things to you that <laughs> you're going to pay to see me get tortured, but I'm not. I'm still going to come out on top. And that's what Ric Flair, that was amazing. And did you guys see Celebrity Wife Swap with Ric Flair and Roddy Piper? I don't remember if I've seen that one or not. Oh, my gosh, you see them on YouTube. I'm going to have to look it up. I may have seen it, but I'm going to have to look it up. Well, it's, it's...
such a cool video. And here's the thing is Roddy seems like a penny teacher right now on Celebrity Wife Swap. But the fact is, is that he just got done beating cancer. Uh-huh. He beat cancer. And, you know, when he was fighting cancer, he was thinking of his family. Like, oh, my gosh, if I pass away, what's going to happen to my family? Yeah. That was his thinking. And everything that, and they don't talk about that on a white swap. I just know that because. I did actually get an email from Piper when I was on MySpace, and I'm like, if I wanted an autograph picture, where would I go from you? And he did actually message me back. He was like, Francie, I would love for you to have an autograph picture. Please donate $20 to cancer research, and I will send you the autograph picture. So he just is battling cancer, and he just died of this. And the whole thing is that he was thinking of his family, my family. What's going to happen if I pass away tomorrow? You know, you know, that's the thing that got me when I seen it posted that he had passed away. I thought he beat cancer, and he died of a heart attack in his sleep. Yeah. So. yeah, it makes no sense, you know. Yeah, you're you're he's a cancer survivor and he died of a cardiac arrest and you know, the the British woman is about to cut us off very well, soon. Well, everyone, it was a great night. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah. Oh hopefully we'll be back next week. Uh, with Mayberry. There we go. Jonathan Mayberry is our guest. Yeah. There we go. Tom, Jonathan Mayberry is on next week. Tom? 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 Oh, he just dropped. I think he just dropped. Okay. We will be live again tomorrow night with uh, Jonathan Mayberry. Tomorrow? It's next week. Next week. Next, next week. week. Yeah, <laughs> said tomorrow. Uh, this up Sunday night. Yeah. yeah next All Sunday. Right. Sounds good. So, say, so stay, stay tuned, kids, and remember, you can always call in to ask a question and whatnot of our guests. Well, okay, I'm about ready to go. Brantley? Definitely. Do we want to hear Roddy Roddy Piper singing for everybody once again? Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. All right.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.